That's the sound of billions of dollars being eaten and destroyed by wild hogs in the U.S. every year. I'm Charlie Lobner, Vice President of True Conservation, your host for the Sounder Podcast, and I'm asking for your help in fighting the war on hogs. The wild hog population is steadily growing throughout the United States every year despite efforts to eradicate them in some of the most extreme ways. It has become clear that it is not a problem that can be dealt with alone. We are calling all hog hunters and trappers as well as landowners, farmers, and ranchers to help us. With your help and donations, we can help incentivize the largest army in the world to fight this war with us, the American sportsmen. Our goal is to provide an opportunity to give back to those putting forth an effort to eradicating hogs. By giving opportunities to win prizes that outdoorsmen would want, we have already eradicated over 2,000 hogs in the True Hog Hunters Tournament. This does not put a dent in the current population of what is estimated to be over 6 million hogs now, but it does show that hunting efforts go up and more hogs are eradicated when hunters have a chance to win a prize of value. We are all affected by wild hogs, and it is time we do something about it. Join the True Hog Hunters Tournament and donate at true-conservation.org and help us manage the overpopulation of this invasive species in our mission of conservation through eradication. For more information, email me at charlie at the sounderpodcast.com or check out our website at true-conservation.org. Welcome to the Sounder Podcast, the podcast dedicated to wild hogs. I'm your host, Charlie Lobner. Today's episode brought to you by Texas Hog Bait, the official hog bait for the True Hog Hunters Tournament. You check us out at true-conservation.org. Get signed up for your chance of winning prizes every month just for going out and doing what you're already doing. Going out and hunting hogs, trapping hogs, chasing them with dogs. However you do it, however you had success in the field, go get them. Get them submitted online and get prizes shipped to your door. If it's a, of course, if we're giving away a gun like we did last month, you got to, we'll ship it to your, your nearest FFL dealer and you can pick it up there. But got a great show for you. Got a great week. I uh, hope you're having a great week out there. It's been, uh, it's been a successful first uh, few days in our September hog hunting tournament. Uh, we got a total of 33 hogs accounted for so far right now. We're going to go ahead and jump into our leaderboard. We have Clayton Reynolds in first. With a total of 26, we got Daniel Polanski, total of six, and Braden Brown, total of one. So three guys on the leaderboard. I expect to see those numbers go up. It's going to be a should be a good weekend for hunting. It looks like uh, South Texas. We could finally kind of break uh, this dry spell we've had. It looks like we're there calling for some rain. Could start seeing some showers in the weekend throughout about mid next week or so. And cross your fingers are talking about a cool front. It's going to drop our highs into the low 90s. So, <laughs> which is a 10 degree drop is huge for us down here. But the big thing is, is that front should push out a lot of the humidity. So it shouldn't be such like sticky air. You shouldn't immediately walk out like I do in the morning and just start sweating. But uh, very excited about that. Very excited about cooler weather. Hopefully that gets the wildlife moving a little bit more. Uh Interesting take that I've had that I've found on, on my plates while checking the cameras. 
uh, this past weekend. I, I put one camera down in the creek bottom, which is about 150 yards from where my feeder's at, just because I tend to get a lot of traffic up and out of this creek. There's a good trail right there. And um, I got deer, including a couple small bucks, that bedded down right in front of my camera, 150 yards from my feeder, and they're sitting there throughout the day, throughout the night, and uh, they're returning to these spots. So that's a pretty good indicator that's been so hot. These deer aren't traveling very far. They're staying in the same areas. I get these these same bucks, these same does with the little yearlings every day. So I'm not seeing anything new, really. Uh, the javelinas are, are, are still showing up. Uh, pretty much just the same faces. So until we, I think until we see this cool front, until we start seeing it cool down, um it's going to be that way so hopefully that ramps it up for for deer season we start seeing some more activity um i am excited about getting some pigs showing up i know that's you know crazy for some of y'all out there but uh really like to get some some fresh pork in the freezer really like to get my confidence built up on on bow hunting and and kind of do what i did last year and shoot a pig first that would be great if i can put a pig down before i even think about shooting a deer that's always nice, especially because I bought these new arrows and these new broadheads. I want to test them out. And what better way to test out, you know, the durability of, of a broadhead and to see the way it's going to perform on a deer than to test it out on a big stout pig that's got that, that big shield on his shoulder. If I can penetrate that and put a pig down, then I'm more than confident that I can do the same thing with, with a big buck, uh, much less a, a smaller dose. So I'm very, very excited to get out the stand, very excited for the weather change. I think it's going to be good for us and on top of that uh, down here in south zone in texas we have dove season coming up we do have the special white wing seasons going on again you can only hunt these white wing season that we had last week and started uh friday saturday and sunday and you could only hunt afternoon hunt so and strictly white wing i want to say i think the laws state that you can you could have like two mistakes you could have two morning dove and of course you could shoot all the ring necks and like pigeons that you want but um like i said we have that next this this weekend actually as i'm doing this podcast i'm doing on friday so it starts today um this afternoon friday saturday and sunday we'll have the special white wing season and i believe on thursday opening season for uh regular season for dove hunting starts so very excited about that they've been flying um, but, you know, we talked about a couple weeks ago the possibility of, of a front coming through and the effects that it could have on dove season. We've seen it happen in the past. Looks really good. Got a lot of birds flying around. A front comes through, pushes them all down south towards Mexico, and we don't have much flying for a while. So could that be a possibility? Yes. Um, I don't think it's going to be that strong of a front. Um, I It could actually work in our favor. It could get them flying a little bit better. Um but we'll see. It's going to be just like it is every year. We're not going to know until we get out in the field and start keeping an eye on the sky and, and see what's flying. But it's looking promising. It's looking good. I'm excited to get some birds um, bagged up and, and on the pit. That's going to be – it's that time of year. It's fall. Uh, I know it still feels like summer, but to me, when bird season's here, it's fall. And, and when football season's here, it's fall. And that's exactly what's happened. Uh, my back, I talked about last week, hurting my back. I'm feeling a lot better. I'm up and moving. I've been outside um, getting some stuff ready. And, and like I said, I was able to get out on Monday for the first time in, in five days, get off the couch and go walk around. And I'm about 
95% good to go. Still a little tight when I wake up in the morning, put my shoes on. But uh, throughout the day, I, I feel I don't even remember that I hurt my back as I'm walking around. So excited about that. I was really nervous with opening season coming up, that 12-gauge, you know, how I was gonna, how that was going to play a role. You know, that lower back really helps support you, and you start taking a uh, – you know, just start shooting a lot. I, I, the way I was feeling, I don't think I was going to be able to take it very much. So it's good to be back. Very excited about it. And I wish everybody the best of luck come Dove season. And most of all, just remember safety, safety, safety. Watch your shooting lanes. You know, it's very easy to get complacent on where other hunters are. Um, spread out. Don't be too close to, together. And uh, keep those keep those guns pointed. You know, I like I, I tend to keep my gun pointed uh, down at the ground or up in the air. I mean, I guess when I'm walking around, I usually have it up in the air. Uh, my barrel's pointed up. Um, and when I'm around people, I have it pointed up very seldom. I think the only time I have it pointed down is like when I'm reloading. Um, uh, even then, I don't know. I, I now I think about, it, I'm more of a barrel up kind of guy, but I know a lot of people keep the barrels down. I guess you can maybe shoot somebody's foot off. I wouldn't <laughs> just be careful. It's uh it's very easy. We've heard stories of a few guys. I've been peppered before. Uh, thank goodness. It was, uh, more of a rain down, uh, hunting across a pond from from some guys and bullets going, um, pellets going up, coming back down, rain on you, and that doesn't feel too good. But uh, I've heard of some people really getting blasted, and with birdshot, that's no fun. So be safe, be careful, and most of all, you know, enjoy your season. Get your kids out there, teach them how to hunt, teach them what it's all about. Dove season is the best thing for children. Um, I've been taking my daughter out since she was two. Uh, go sit by the pond, listen to music, watch the birds fly overhead. You know, obviously put some hair protection on them and uh, let them have a blast. Let them play with the birds when they're done and teach them how, how to get started. That's the best way. Teach them when they're young, get them in there early, and and they'll start to, to really enjoy it. That's the way my dad did with me. Uh, he'd take me out of, out of school that Friday. That first dove season used to start on Fridays. Uh, he would take me out that, that first day of dove season out of school. We'd go hunting in the morning, um, and then we'd go to our lo- local little lo- uh, Lonesome Dove Fest where they'd shoot skeet and all that, and we'd go and hang out there during the day, go eat lunch, and then go back out in the afternoon and do another hunt. So that's that's my childhood, and I don't have any complaints. I had a lot of good memories with Dad doing that, a lot of good memories with my brother going out and hunting birds. And uh, it's just a very special time of year. So get out there, bird hunt. Uh, and if you're not bird hunting, go hunt some pigs. Get that trap set. Pigs are going to be moving. This cold front comes in. I say cold. Cool front comes in. You get a drop in temperature, drop in humidity. You get some rain. That rain should get things kicking off. You know, we've been talking about hog submissions. Pretty much 99% of them are being submitted at night. They're being hunted overnight, thermal night vision. Um, dogs, guys going out there. The only ones that are really getting submitted during the day are the guys that are trapping. Trapping has been very successful with it being so dry. Not now, now that the farmland and all that's been harvested, you're not seeing as much food out there. So it's only going to get a little more difficult for these pigs. They're going to start making their way to the feeders. If you get your feeders going, uh, if you have traps, set those traps, get them baited, and watch them roll in. I guarantee it. Try this Texas hog bait out. I think you're really going to like it. Check them out, texashogbait.com. And uh, they got 
they got some different flavors. They got that uh, Sawaiian Crush. They have the uh, the Blackout Black Licorice. Um, that one, I, it, I think it comes in the uh, the jug of syrup. That's definitely one I want to try. And uh good thing about that is that syrup soaks into that ground. So if you, you uh, bait your hog trap, you keep that hog trap in the same spot, there's a good chance that you might get get multiple trap multiple pigs at different times so um that's kind of the, the the hard thing to do especially with your smaller box traps like i have is get pigs to hit it multiple times in a year um there's lots of theories you know pigs can smell if you if you eradicate hogs in that trap they'll smell that blood and they don't want to go in there hogs do have a very very good sense of smell so i don't doubt that they could smell that blood um but at the same time, I think there's ways to mask that scent. I think if you were to, you know, keep pouring bait in there, keep pouring your Texas hog bait, your syrup, uh, your, your your bait bags, um, I think there's ways to mask that scent of blood and get those pigs to go back in there. The only time, the only, the, one of the theories that I, be, I firmly believe in is if pigs um, are surrounding that trap and they see other pigs get trapped, um, I don't think you're going to get those ones that escape back into that trap. I think they, they're smart enough to know not to do that again. Uh, so it's very difficult if, you know, you only get part of the sounders. It's a good chance that you're not going to get the rest of them to go back in there. Stranger things have happened. It's happened before. Um, but it's a little bit more difficult, and it's usually going to take you more time. So be patient. Get your trap set. Um, and just best of luck to you if you're in the tournament. Like I said last month was a really, really good tournament. We we put up uh what we, what we put a hundred hundred and eighty six. No, I'm sorry, that was the year to Yeah. hundred and eighty six hogs. Uh last last month with with the the total being or the record being the eighty six hogs. So that's that's a that's a really good number. Eighty six hogs for a month. That was uh Jarek Hocheck that won won that six five Creedmoor. Last month, eighty six hogs. That's a, and that's not trapping either. Uh, I want to let's talk about this for a little bit. Jarek went out there and did this with a lot of night vision and thermals. T- teamed up with dogs and really going in there to these properties with the game plan and took out eighty six hogs in a, in a single month. That is, that's hard to do. That's very hard to do. Um, and you got to consider the times that they weren't going out every night. You know, these guys are hunting quite often, but they're not going out every night. So they're getting on these groups, these sounders, and, and really putting a hurt on them. Uh, Clayton's doing the same thing, just a little different. He's going out there with his Jeep, spotting them with, with night vision and thermal, driving around and uh, taking them out of farm fields. And that's where a lot of these pigs are being eradicated, this farmland that's been harvested. Uh, and you're going to see that probably the next couple months. And that I – I believe around October, you know, late October, it's going to start to slow up and uh, things are going to change. It's going to be, I think, easier to get them in a trap. And then, you know, guys, of course, we've talked about this before, too. The guys with dogs are going to slow down because deer season and a lot of a lot of property owners won't let guys go in with dogs just because they don't want to scare off deer. So there's going to be a change, but. I think it's going to be a good hunt in the next few months. I think we're going to see some some pigs being put down. And uh, if you're doing anything different, any type of hog hunting that's a little different, a little, little out there off the wall, if you got a special tactic that works for you, 
brag about a little bit, email me, charlie at the saunderpodcast.com. I like to talk about on the on the podcast. I want to help you if you're listening, if you're a hog hunter, I want to give you some kind of information that may help you out in the field. Um, if you are a new hog hunter, uh, in my opinion, the best way to get into it is get a cheap feeder. You don't have to buy a blind. Um, some burlaps and some T-posts go a long way. Sit out, bait these hogs, get them to come in, invest in a, in a really cheap game camera. You don't need to spend a lot of money on some high-end cell cam. Get something cheap. I run Tascos or $32 at Walmart. Um, and put them out there. Find out when these hogs are coming in, when they're eating that, that bait. Uh, usually, if you time it right, you know, get your feeder to go off right at first light. Get your feeder to go off again uh i don't know an hour before uh before dusk you're gonna have those pigs come in they learn they'll listen for that feeder they'll hear that feeder they're gonna know where that food source is and they're gonna start moving in and i mean just about everybody out there's got got a rifle that you know grandfather passed down to them or something if you don't there's plenty of budget rifles out there you could get into hunting for honestly a couple hundred bucks and i know that's you know a lot of people are, are gonna argue with me on this but go out and buy a shotgun and just use buckshot or use a rifled slug you don't have to spend money on a rifle and a scope get good shooting open sight you can do that you can also you can mount a scope to a shotgun there's lots of ways to go about this to save a ton of money now you are going to spend a little bit more money on on ammo that's just the way it is if you're buying slugs they are, they can be pricey, um, as you know. But you can still find some pretty affordable buckshot out there. You just gotta look. So keep an eye out. You can get into hog hunting very cheap. If you're looking at filling the freezer, it's the honestly the best way to go. There's plenty of hogs out there. You don't have to have a, a license. Go have fun. Go learn. If you if you are thinking about doing any kind of hunting later on, like whitetail, you want to get into whitetail hunting. Go hog hunting first. I mean the same. The same methods apply. The, the way you're going to hunt that, that white till is the, pretty much the same way you're going to hunt a wild hog. Get some practice out there. It's a lot of fun. It's something you could do on a budget. You could do it all year, and you don't have to even have a hunting license. So at least in the state of Texas, you don't. So I'm um, going to take a quick break. We're going to be right back. Stay tuned to Sounder Podcast. I'm Charlie Lobner. Attention hog hunters, Charlie with the Sounder Podcast here, and I want to let you in a little secret that will help you bring those pigs in right where you want them. If you're baiting traps and kill piles with anything but Texas hog bait, you're wasting your time and money. Our friends over at Texas Hog Bait have come up with a formula that hogs cannot resist. We all know what it feels like to set your trap with plain old deer corn and other homemade baits and wait weeks to try to catch hogs, all while having to continuously rebait over and over due to raccoons, birds, deer, and other critters eating the bait. Texas hog bait is different than other hog attractants for the fact that it not only can attract hogs from a long distance with its strong aroma, but it works fast and will create a scent that lasts long after the bait itself is gone, keeping hogs coming back again and again for several weeks. You will not be able to make a bait for a better price that will work as well as Texas hog baits does. Believe me, I have tried just about everything out there, even my attractant that was successful at bringing hogs in, failed at keeping them coming back like Texas hog bait does. With flavors like Blackout Black Licorice and Swine Punch and Liquid Jug and Crush Packs, Texas Hogbait has all you need to get the whole sounder in your traps and in your sights. Get your Texas Hogbait at texashogbait.com and see the results for yourself. 
All right, hello again, and welcome back to the Sounder Podcast, the podcast dedicated to the war on hogs. A uh, quick reminder to get signed up. You could do so at true-conservation.org. Get signed up for the True Hog Hunters Tournament and have your chance at winning prizes every month just for being signed up. Every hog eradicated, submitted, and approved is another ticket in the hat and a chance to win the prize. This month's prize, we're giving away a Vineyard Max broadcast feeder. This is more of a stand-and-fill style feeder. No cranks, no ladders, anything like that. You take the lid off, throw your corn in it, and set the time, you're good to go. So, great feeder, well-built. These guys are built out of Nacogdoches, Texas. Um, So, not necessarily local, but they're still Texas-made. As far as where we're from, we're down in South Texas. Oh, now it's out of San Antonio. So, pretty good drive for us, but a great product. We met these guys at the Texas Trophy Hunters Extravaganzas, and I fell in love with their product Really good company, really great group of guys, and uh, we're very happy to have them to be a part of this. Very happy to be be teamed up with them, have their their feeder to be given away, as well as their Vineyard Max deer uh, deer attractant as well. We gave away some last last month for the August tournament. If you won that, I know uh, Daniel Polanski, Michael Peterson won a couple bags. Um, Guys, hit me up. Let me know how you like that stuff. Uh, We'd like to... I like to spread the word down here. It's, like I said, more of an East Texas thing. We'd like to get their products down here in South Texas as well. They, uh, I've been using it at my spot. I've been getting deer coming in, licking it up. I have yet to see new deer like I was talking about earlier. It's just been so hot. But when those deer do come to the feeder, they're hitting that, that kill pile. They're licking it up, and they're coming back over and over and over again. So four pounds, it really does go a long way. This is a very fine, like, grit um that they have and it really kind of uh gets down into the into the soil into the dirt so they'll come back and even after that pile is gone they'll lick it lick it lick it lick it. it's a really good deer attractant um so let me know charlie you can email me charlie at the sounder podcast um give me your results and i'm sure the guys over at vineyard max would love to hear from you as well check out their facebook page it's again vineyard max uh, deer products so gave away some of that uh, like I said they're giving away the, the feeder this month we uh, right now are at 33 hogs so far that's a good start considering we're about the first week of September uh, we want to keep it up it's going to be tough sledding at the further we get into to deer season um, for a lot of our guys you know that are hit, hunting these farm fields you know these freshly Harvested fields still have a lot of food in them, a lot of seed left over, a lot of stuff for these pigs to go out and root up. And uh, it's going to be like that for a while, uh, but you can expect the moment we get that first freeze, hopefully sooner than later, um, things are going to get a little bit more difficult for the pigs. The pigs are going to start showing up more to the feeders. It's going to be a little bit more easier to entice them into a trap. That's where that Texas hog bait comes in. Um, and that's where I hope to, to have my success, trapping this year, bow hunting um i have yet to see pigs on my property i'm very grateful for that i've seen signs of them we talked about them rooting up the, the pond but i don't have any on my game cams um even with with my cameras being in different areas of the property have not seen them that's always a good thing but they're coming i know they're coming i know it's it's just a matter of time they're gonna start showing up they do it every year and uh, when they show up they usually it's a bunch of them so like to get a few few smaller ones in the freezer uh something 
little easy to clean, quick and easy and uh, tasty, uh, tender. I don't, as much as uh, I like to hunt the big boars, they're a pain in the butt to clean. You get around that shield, and it's very hard to get that that hide down below the shoulders. It takes a lot of work, doles out knives, and it's just uh, it's just a pain. And and I actually just bought a new uh, new pulley system uh, on in my shed. I have an I beam that runs cross, and on that I have. Um, I guess it's just a little track that runs on the I-beam, and on that's a, a hook. I'll hook my pulley to that, and then I hook my my uh, my spreader, I guess you'd call it, um, to my pulley so I can attach my deer, attach my hog. I always hang them by their hind legs, and then I'll pull them up. I got It's actually pretty easy. Pull them up, tie the rope off, get to cleaning. Uh, but like I said, when, when I'm cleaning wild hogs, I got them hanging by their by their hind legs, those big boars, you start getting a 200-plus pound pig or, you know, anything close to 200, they get that thick shield on that shoulder. And uh, it's really difficult to get that past that shoulder. It doesn't – It's it's got, like, memory. It doesn't want to actually fold down. you got to really get in there. It's just more of an opportunity to cut yourself with a knife and stuff like that. But don't let people tell you otherwise. Wild pork is absolutely delicious. Um Prepare it right from the start. Try to get that hog bled down, especially them bigger boars. Get them bled down, um, and then do take your time on your cuts. Cut away a lot of that, you know, tarsal and a lot of the, you know, sometimes those bigger boars, that fat contains a lot of that gamey taste. So trim it up a little bit and be sure to marinate, rub it down, cook it slow. Uh, I think you'll be very impressed with it. You cut, even if, you know, on a big, big pig, you know, save yourself the trouble just to get something out of it. Don't let it go completely to waste. Cut those those loins out. Cut those hams out. You can do a lot with that. You can make a lot of sausage out of, out of a big pig. And uh, I can tell you right now, you're, you're not going to taste that gaminess in the sausage. When you get done with it, you add your salt, your pepper, your garlic, uh, whatever you may add to it. You know, some guys add cheese and jalapeno. You do that, you're going to have a really good tasting uh, link of sausage or however you do it. You mix it. We mix it with deer. comes out great. But, guys, that's going to about do me on time. Thank you so much for tuning in to Podcast. Remember, get signed up for the True Hog Hunters Tournament. You do so at true-conservation.org. Get signed up. Eradicate hogs any way you possibly can. Submit those hogs. Once those hogs are approved, you're going to get an extra to get in the hat to win the prize. This month's prize, Vineyard Max Broadcast Feeder. You're going to want this thing. It's really nice. Check out our Facebook page, True Conservation. Take a look at it. You're going to want it. Guys, y'all be safe out there. Bird season's right around the corner. Keep praying for rain. It ain't here yet. So I'll talk to y'all next week. I'm out of here.